Daniel Guest, and welcome to the Imagine Golf Podcast brought to you by Imagine Golf and PXG. You can go to our site, imaginegolf.com, to see all of our offerings, including our free practice plans, our free drills, our golf ebooks or videos, or to book a lesson with me at our state-of-the-art studio right outside of Philadelphia or virtually from anywhere in the world through our partner, thegolflibapp.com. And you can sign up for our free tips and videos that go out once a week, every week, by simply dropping us your email. Well, look, here it is. It is New Year's Eve, and uh, you know what that means, right? That means everyone is putting together their uh, – well, actually, what that means is half the country is going to get polluted tonight. But what um, what it also means is that uh, at least half of you out there are putting together some type of New Year's resolutions. I just – in preparation for the podcast, 50% of all golfers have some type of New Year's resolution, and 70% have one or more. <laughs> So that that's uh, that's a pretty large number, man. Uh, so uh, look, we came up with a list. I, I I came up with a list, and the list before I I was trying to get my top five right, and then the top five uh, morphed into the top ten, and before you know it, I had like twenty different things on there, and you know you can't, you can't have you can't even have really probably five resolutions, much less twenty five, right? So. Um, so I came up with a list of 10, right? And uh, I think some of them will surprise you. They're not the traditional, um, you know, list, if you would. But um, here's 10 of them. And clearly, you're not going to do all 10 of them. I wouldn't expect any. I- I'm not going to do all 10 of them. Right? So uh, I'm definitely going to do some of them, though. And I think some of them, um, actually, I know a-, a lot of them are really good and really appropriate um, for most golfers and uh, and definitely um, for our listeners here, you know, at the, uh, at the Imagine Golf podcast. So, um, the first one's a no brainer, right? Uh, especially considering, um, the season is, um, is just to make more of winter golf, make the most of winter golf, right? And, uh, when I say that, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying just do something in the winter, right? I'm saying make the most of it, right? If you haven't done, uh, anything in the past, then anything's going to be better. But if you play a little bit, if you practice a little bit, uh, in the winter, um, make more of it, right. Have a bigger plan. All right. Um, you know, take a lesson. Imagine that, right. Only 11% of you are taking lessons these days, right? So take a lesson, but make the most of winter golf. Don't, don't put those clubs away, shelf them away, put them away, you know, wherever you put your golf clubs in, in the winter and then bust them out in the spring and expect to pick up where you left off. It it, just, when you say that out loud, you know, that's not going to work, right? So, um, make more or make the most of winter golf. Um, would be an easy one um, to put on your resolution list, if you would, this year. All right. Number two, I, I've been saying this forever, man. Uh, practice your putting. There is no better time in the winter time to practice your putting. We're actually going on a cruise. I'm 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 uh, 150 yards away from a cruise ship, right? Getting ready to go on a cruise and in a hotel. And I can tell you, there's been a million times in my life where I busted out my putter and put it on, in a hotel room into a, uh, a a cup or a plastic drink cup or whatever. You get the idea, right? But there is no quicker way to bring your scores down um, than to practice your putting. And there's no time better than to practice it in the wintertime. So you don't even have to have some specific drill. Um, you don't You don't even have to practice. That's literally, you know, you know, it's a great practice, by the way. And we, t- we had a whole pr- uh, podcast on, uh, on putting, if you would, right? But just get a couple balls and Try to hit them to the wall without hitting the wall. Not as easy as you think, man, right? The closest, you, the, 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 the more you get 
um, consistent to being close to that wall without hitting it, the more you're controlling the speed of your putts. And speed is the biggest killer. So practice your putting um, would be a great New Year's resolution. All right. Um, number three, how about play a bucket list course, right? Everyone has a bucket list course, right? Pebble Beach was always one of mine. Spyglass was always one of mine, right? Doral was always one of mine. Pinehurst was another one, right? But play one of those, right? And by the way, it doesn't have to be something, ex ex something crazy extravagant. It could be some, some gorgeous course in your area, but play a bucket list, right? If it is this, these more extravagant courses, then play them in the off season, right? There's plenty of options to play. Sawgrass is a perfect example. Did you know you could play sawgrass, right? TPC sawgrass in Florida for like 200 bucks in the off season. That, that's ridiculous. Now, granted, it's like 600 in, in season, but in the off season, it's 200 bucks. That might be the best 200 bucks you spend in golf. Pinehurst is similar, right? Maybe not that, that inexpensive, but in the off season, you can play Pinehurst relatively cheap. And I, I got to tell you, it's one of, one of my all-time favorite courses, right? So play a bucket list, right? And if, by the way, if you don't have a bucket list, get one because it absolutely will continue to fire you up as you go along your golf career. But um, I think that's a great goal, if you would, uh, a resolution that you're going to play one of these bucket list courses in 2024. And by the way, if, even if it is crazy extravagant, start saving now. And before you know, it's not a big deal. All right. That's an easy segue into number four, which is plan a golf trip. There is no better way to enjoy golf than to get a bunch of people that you like hanging out with because that's key, right? You got to like hanging out with them because you're going to be spending more time with them than just on the golf course. But there's no better way to enjoy the game and camaraderie than to plan a golf trip. I've been on several in my life, um, hopefully plan one this year as well. But, um, you know, if, if you've never done one, you got to do it. If you're like me and you've done a few and then post or, uh, you know, uh, vacillated back and forth on, you know, doing another one, if you would, or, or just, you know, uh, uh, procrastinated to organizing it, let's, uh, let's make 2024 um, a, a year where you actually plan a trip, right? Um, easy ones come to mind, like Banyan Dunes is a perfect example, like, a little bit difficult to get on. Kiwa Island comes to mind. Again, Pinehurst comes to mind. Um, the whole Tobacco Road area, anywhere in Florida, um, you could put together a nice little golf trip. Even if you're in the Northeast, you know, the, believe it or not, um, Maryland has a, a really cool, you know, live in the Philadelphia area, you go to Maryland, you play a bunch of cool courses. New Jersey, New York. I mean, there's all kinds of ways to plan a cool golf trip. Uh, and it would be a great resolution this year to uh, get back on track with that. Number five, something a little bit different as well. Introduce someone to the game, right? Introduce someone to the game of golf, right? Take your friend, take a, a colleague, take a, a family member, take your daughter, take your son, whatever. But introduce someone to the game of golf. There's no other game like it on the planet. And how cool would it be if you're the one to introduce someone to golf and they hold you um responsible for you know opening their eyes to this great game so um selfishly i can tell you i've introduced myself to or myself <laughs> i introduced my son to the game um and uh it's been a been a phenomenal time right i've introduced obviously as an instructor uh, thousands of people to the game but but you get the point right introduce someone to the game of golf in 2024 you'll be a better person for it and um, if you did it right, you know, now you have a playing partner for a long time. Right? So um, getting back to specific, you know, you goals, if you would, right? Well, let's set some realistic ones. You're a 20 handicapper and you want to be scratched by the end of the year. Not going to happen, right? You hit your drive 180 yards and you want to add 100 yards to it this year. Not going to happen. 
So set some realistic goals, right? If you're a 20 handicapper, get by, get to 15 by the end of the season. If you're a 15, get to 10, right? If you hit the ball 200 plus your drive, 200 yards, add 25, 25 yards to it, 25% to it. These are realistic, doable goals, all right, that you can absolutely achieve with a plan, right? And there's the key, making a plan. But you get the idea, right? Um, breaking a number is a phenomenal goal, right? Breaking 90 for the first time. By, by the way, 100 is the fun meter in golf. If you're above 100, you're having less fun than you should be. And right around 100, you're starting to enjoy the game, right? And I know what you're saying. Yeah, Daniel, I shoot 120. I have fun all the time. Bullshit. No, you don't. Right. So um, 100 is the fun meter. And if you can get below 100, that's a great goal. Right. You're in the top uh, 50 percent of all golfers. And then you get down to 90 and 80 and, you know, the routine. Right. But, um, you know, maybe it's your first birdie. Maybe it's your first eagle. Right. Hole in one's not real uh, realistic. That would be my goal, though, because I've never had one. <laughs> but it's pretty hard to set a goal like a hole in one. But you, you know what I'm saying. Right. So set some realistic goals. Get a plan behind them. And uh, you'll have a fantastic 2024. All right. Number seven, get out and watch some live golf. Right. Get to a tournament. It doesn't even have to be a professional tournament, right? Or a PGA or live tournament, but get to a tournament. Right. If you can get, by the way, some of the, the most fun tournaments I've ever seen are, um, are I wouldn't say they're amateurs because they're getting paid, but like the Corn Ferry Tour is a perfect example. You get out and watch these young guys, and not, they're not all super young, but you know they're not getting paid. They are competing for a PGA card. Um, it's an incredible competition, right? Get out there and watch that. So um, if you can, if you're fortunate enough to, to get to a PGA or live tournament, um, go. If you can go to both, it would be great because you can contrast the two, and you'll see firsthand what, what the differences are. Um, but it definitely, you know, look, the game's fun to watch on television, right? It's even better in person, right? Um, when you when you watch these guys and girls swing, right? When you hear the sound of uh, the ball coming off the club, I mean, just everything is different. When you see them firsthand sink a twenty five foot putt with a double break, and then it it curves hard to the left, right, <laughs> and goes goes in. I mean, it's just it, it. There's nothing like it. So if you haven't been to a live tournament and you're a golfer, you need to get out to one in twenty twenty four. Not even that expensive, man. Thirty forty dollars for some of these tickets. And you're there all day long, all right? Um, but it's a blast. It's an absolute blast. So that's number seven. Number eight, well, we've said this a million times and only about uh, 10% of you listen. Um, but get custom fit. If you're going to buy anything this year, I mean anything. You're going to buy a putter. You're going to buy a driver. You're going to buy a hybrid. You're going to buy a setup. Whatever you're going to buy, you need to be custom fit. Why? Because there's a million choices. A million choices that can benefit your game. So you have all, you spend all this time and energy on the game. You spend all this money on different uh, pieces of equipment, on greens fees, on clothes, um, everything. But yet you're playing uh, clubs right off the rack. Why? It's no more expensive to be custom fit. And there are countless, countless different fitting uh, scenarios that you need to be aware of that you'll never be aware of if you just roll up and pull them off the rack. So a shaft, a different grind, a different bend, a different lie, everything, a different grip for crying out loud. You may be playing the wrong grip for 40 years. You don't even know it. You may be certainly playing the wrong ball because fit includes getting fit for a ball. But get fit in 2024. Make, make a point that you're not going to buy anything standard anymore. You're not that guy. 
Number nine, track your performance. If you're not tracking your numbers, you're not going to get any better, right? Um, the big three that we like and the only three that we think are, are important for the average golfer are penalty, penalty strokes, two chips, and three putts. I know all the pros and, you know, you watch golf on TV and greens and regulation and all, all you know, I get it. Fairways, uh, uh, I get all that stuff. But if you're not a pro, the only three that really matter, that are really going to help you get better are the three that I just said. Penalty strokes, two chips, and three putts. But in the meantime, right, if you're not going to track those and you want to you be just like Roy McIlroy and track all his stats, all right, that's not so bad, right? Um, but you definitely need to know your numbers, right? And you need to know how far, when I say numbers, you need to know how far each club goes. I'm always astounded by golfers that are trying to get better. And I ask them a simple question, like, how far is your seven iron go? How far is your nine iron go? And they look at me with this dumbfounded look. Yeah. It, sometimes it goes 90. Sometimes it goes 140. Yeah, I get that. But on average, what does it go? Right. Everyone has averages. <laughs> and it's not that hard to figure out. We did another whole podcast on how to do that, how to um, map your bag, we call it, right? But at the end of the day, um, track your performance and know your numbers, all right? And number 10 is, is a huge pet peeve of mine and, and candidly with a lot of golfers. Um, just, just play faster, right? Just play faster. I'm not saying you know speed up so that you're out of breath or anything like that. I'm just saying play faster. Don't be that guy that's looking for his ball um, for 15 minutes, right? Don't be that guy that's lining up a 40 foot putt for five, seven, 10 minutes, um, only to blow it by the hole by, you know, 25 feet, right? Um, so just play faster. I mean, I could go on and on about how to play faster, but, um, for those of you that play slow, you know, you're playing slow. Right? <laughs> it's, it's not like you don't know it because people have said something to you before, um, and or have given you the, the uh, the facial expressions that you know you're playing slow, right? So pick it up, right? Um, tea times are you know 10 to 12 minutes apart for a reason, and you should be done your hole in between 10 and 12 minutes, right? So uh, you're doing a disservice to yourself on the course, and you're obviously doing a disservice to those uh, playing around you. But just play a little bit faster, man. You'll have more fun if you play just a little bit faster or play the correct speed of the game uh, instead of you know looking for that ball, getting sidetracked, doing whatever you do to uh, to slow down the game. Right. So there's our list. A little bit um, unorthodox. I give you that. Right. And it's not 100 percent individual, but uh, I think it's a decent list. So let's go through it really quick. Number one is make the most of winter golf. Number two is practice your putting. Number three is play a bucket, a bucket list course. Wow. Say that 10 times. Play a bucket list course is number three. Number four is plan a good golf trip. Number five, introduce someone to the game. Number six, set realistic goals. Number seven, watch some golf live, go to a tournament or two. Number eight, get custom fit for everything and anything, including your ball. Number nine, track your numbers, know your numbers. And number 10, play faster. If you just did a couple of those, you're going to have a decent 2024. Um, and those around you will appreciate it as well. So that's today's podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Hit the follow button wherever you get your podcast and be sure to check out our site, imaginegolf.com. And you can follow us on all the social media platforms. We're on all of them, including YouTube. YouTube is blowing up for us. By the way, on, on uh, social media, um, just hanging out with the family last night, we just surpassed 11 million views on all of our platforms. So thank you for all that. That's a huge, huge milestone for us. So we appreciate that. And here's to getting you the game that you've always imagined. Imagine.